want to talk to you guys about today is actually pretty serious business, all right? Um, this morning, Pastor Joe like was talking about the exact same thing that's been on my heart and that I want to talk to you guys about today. So just bear with me if I repeat some things, but it's really been on my heart, and I feel like God is really telling us something today. He's really wanting to share with us right now. If I look around, we only have a couple of visitors, all right? Everybody here, I know you guys know God and you love God. And we've been in the river and we've been seeking God. And we've been experiencing his love. And it's, it's not just for us. God is showing you, he's taking you to this place where you can be with him, where you can meet with him and hang out with him and love him. But it's not just for yourself. It's for you to go out and share it to the world to bring the good news to this world. And I want to start off by sharing a couple, just two stories real quick. Um, a couple of months ago, I, uh, I found out that one of my friends, I knew her in high school, she died. She passed away. Remember I shared that with you? She passed away in, um, in a car accident. It was early in the morning and she was driving. She was driving to work and um, a car was speeding and hit her and she died instantly. All right, and then when I heard about it, I heard about it a couple of days later. I'm like, wow, man, this girl just woke up. She's thinking she's going to work, and so you just never know when you're gonna go. You just, and it broke my heart, and I was crying, and it brought me to tears because this girl had just MySpace me. She sent me a comment on MySpace, and I, I never replied back. I never got a chance to share my testimony with her, and I was so brokenhearted, and I was like, how selfish am I? You know, I go on my MySpace and it's like, I should be using that for God's glory. You know, I go on there, I check my messages and right away I get off. And I was so broken hearted for this and I'm like, man, never again will I do that. Will I let an opportunity pass me by? And, I, and oh, the devil's such a liar. And, oh. so, so that's what happened. And then, but guys, guess what? I went on her page, her MySpace. I never went on it. And I guess she was saved. So, praise God. <laughs> praise God. Um, yeah, God is great, right? So it's like, woo! <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then, then it doesn't, it's, not so, it's not so funny anymore because two days ago, I went to the hospital with my mom. One of her friends was in the hospital, and she was in, in intensive care. And I'm there, and I never met this woman before. She's an elderly woman, and she just she got hurt really bad. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, it's very awkward. You guys know being in a hospital, it's just very awkward. You don't know somebody... And I finally got up the nerve, and I'm like, can I pray for you? And she was like, oh, yes, I would love that. Pray for me. And so I prayed for her, and, and that was it. And I didn't work up the nerve to, to talk to her about Jesus, to talk to her, you know, to ask her, are you saved, or to ask her. I didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable. This lady's already on an IV. She's on morphine. She's going in and out, and she's talking, like, all this nonsense. And I didn't work up the nerve to talk to her about Jesus Christ, to talk to her about the cross. All right, what we learned about this morning is about preaching the gospel. It's about making, tell, if you love someone, if you care about someone, you talk to them regardless and you share with them your heart and the truth, which is Jesus. And I never, I didn't, I was there for about an hour and a half and I did not talk to this woman about Jesus. And then today, well, we're in service, and my mom's texting me, and she's like, they're going to take her off life support. And, and, oh. and then she calls me, and then she says, it's done. And I'm like, what's done? She's like, she died. I'm like, wow. You know? And 
my mom's brokenhearted and, and I'm just brokenhearted and I'm crying and I'm saying, God, forgive me, dear God, forgive me, Lord, for not sharing your gospel, for worrying about myself. Forgive me for worrying about what people think. Forgive me, dear God, for not dying to my flesh. It's like I can go out on the streets and I preach to strangers all the time and and I can tell them the truth, and I can tell them Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But when it gets personal, when it gets to people who are close around you, why do we care so much? Why did I care so much? Why? Why? Why would I let somebody go to hell? Why? You guys know that's the gospel. If you don't know Jesus, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only way. If you do not know Jesus Christ, where are you going? Where are we going? Where are we going before we knew Jesus? Where were we going? To hell. And me being so self-absorbed, being so self-conscious of what I'm doing and what I'm saying all the time, why did I do that? Why? And I have that sticking in my head all day long. And even when I left the hospital, I knew that my job there wasn't done. And what I thought today during service, it's like, man, right after service, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to pray with her. I'm going to talk to her about Jesus and this and that. But it was too late. It was too late. See, God puts people in our lives. You may be that only person. You may be that one time, that one opportunity. And I pray and I hope and that she was saved, that she did know Jesus Christ, but I don't know that. How can I be 100% sure? See, Jesus is calling you to preach his gospel. There's a reason why I was there that day. I never hang out with my mom. I never, it's very rare that we do that. And I should have done that. I should have spoken to her. I should have spoken to her. In Ephesians 5.15, if you can put it up there for me. Andrew, do you guys want to look it up in your Bibles? Ephesians 5.15, it says, Be careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. It says, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. How many people do you know that aren't living for God? How many... Think about it, guys. Think about your neighbors, your friends, your family members who think you're crazy for going to church all the time, who think you're crazy for singing songs to God, for changing your life 100%. Think about those people. Where are they going? And what are you doing about it? We have to make the most of every opportunity God has given us because he saved you for a reason. You know the people around you for a reason. He has called you to share the truth with them. He has called you to talk to them, to listen to them, to pray for them and pray for them and pray for them because ultimately it's God. It's between them and God if they want it. But you have to do your job. How will they know if you don't preach to them? How will they know? How will they know unless you die down to your flesh and say, okay, God, if, if I'm humiliated, dear God, if they laugh at me, if they yell at me, if they get angry with me, if they talk bad about me, 
Who cares? We have to say, who cares? Who cares? It's about God, and it's about Him, and it's for their souls. What, God, what Pastor Joe was saying this morning is, what we learned today is that if you love them, you will share with them the truth. How are you going to have the answer and not share it with everybody else? It's, it's eternity. We can't even imagine eternity. We can't even grasp or conceive what eternity is. But it's eternity, and that's where your soul is going. That's where it's going. It's gone. See, yes, we love God, and we come to the river, and it's amazing to be in God's river. It's, it's glorious, and it's awesome that we can even get so close to God like that, that we can be in a relationship with God like that. But now it's time to go out, and it's time to preach his gospel. It's time to, to not care about what the world thinks about us, because God knows who you are. God knows who he has made you. God knows that he has equipped you for every good work. God knows what he has placed before you. God knows the talents that you have. Who are you glorifying with those? What are you doing with those? See, God has given us all talents, all resources. He has given you time, money. He has given you all these abilities. When you come before God, he's going to say, what did you do with those things? See, everything is being written down. Everything, everything, everything. And he's going to say, you didn't do this for me. You didn't do that for me. You should have done this. You, you sang? You could sing? I gave you the ability to sing? Did you glorify me with it? I gave you a heart for children. Did you glorify me with it? I gave you all this money. What did you do with it? Did you glorify me with it? Did you share that money with other people? See, it doesn't matter what this world thinks doesn't matter if they hate us after we preach the gospel to them. So be it. God will replace them with two more, right? See, in Luke 12, 49, Andrew, see, Jesus Christ, when he came into this world, he did not care what people thought about him. See, Jesus was not, Jesus was not here worrying about if people were going to love him or not. He never begged anybody to love him. So he preached with truth, with boldness, and with power. See, let's read what he says right here. It says, not peace, but division. I have come to bring fire on earth, and how I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to undergo, and how, I just, how distressed I am until it is completed. Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five and one family divided against each other, three against two, two against three, they will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother. Mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Who cares what this world thinks? Who cares if that woman would have yelled at me or she would have kicked me out of her room? Who cares? Jesus Christ did not care. He came and he brought division because he knows that his his word and his power and his presence in him, he, he convicts people, okay? It's going to offend people. It's going to hurt people. It's, Jesus Christ is the light of this world. When he shines his light upon darkness, darkness wants to hide. And that is our job. Think about your coworkers. Think about your friends. See, I'm just thinking all these names that are coming to my mind right now. Think about them. You know those people for a reason. God saves you for a reason. It's not just for yourself. It's not just so that we can 
who just come to this church and just be happy, go lucky all the time, you know, and it's within us. We are the body of Christ. Wherever you go, Jesus goes. He goes with you wherever you go. He says, do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for I am with you wherever you go. He is with you when you're at work, when you're at school. He is with you when, when you're with your family, when you're at home, when you think you're alone. He is with you wherever you go. Are you glorifying him? Are you preaching to those people? See, because if people think, if people are comfortable around you all the time, then you're not doing something right. If they are in their sin, they should be uncomfortable because you, you're bringing God's light. You're coming with the kingdom of light. God is amazing. God, I pray that you do something here tonight. I pray that you give us a heart of brokenness, Lord God. I pray that you show us, dear God, the truth, dear God, that you give us a revelation, dear God, of hell. Dear God, I pray that you show us how real it is, dear God, and the things in this world will pass away, dear God, and nothing else will matter, dear God, but you and only you. I pray for more, dear God, more, more, more of you, dear God, that we will just hunger, we will just be so on fire for you, dear God, that everything else will be set ablaze when we are around. In Matthew 5, 10, it says, Blessed are the persecuted. Blessed are the persecuted. Andrew, can you get that up there for me? Matthew 5. You are blessed when you are persecuted. You are taking it for Jesus Christ. He endured so much more for you. Blessed are the persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Go down a little bit. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. See, I hear so many stories when you guys go out to Belmont and Clark, and they spit on my Bible, right, Cindy? And they called me this, and they called me that. Blessed are the persecuted. You are enduring it for Christ Jesus. You are blessed. He knew you were going to be persecuted. If he was persecuted, how much more are you not going to be? I mean, come on now. People hate us. Why? You used to be something before this. You used to be a star, or this person. And they got used to that person. And now Jesus Christ came inside of you and he changed you and you are a new creation. You think they're going to like that? See, my friends hated when I got saved, I was 100% different. They were uncomfortable in their sin, and they chose to leave me behind. But it's okay, because I have Jesus, and God has replaced them with all of you guys. And I love him for that, because he is so faithful. But blessed are you when you are persecuted. You will be humiliated. You will be spat upon. You will be mistreated. You will be called a Jesus freak. You will be called this and be called that. But you know what? It's all worth it. As long as you share the gospel, as long as, as you stay faithful and committed to God, as he stays faithful and committed to you. But when you go out and you preach the gospel, make sure that you remain in prayer with God because he's the one who's going to do that. He's the one that's working through you. 
See, it's time to get on fire, God. Guys, on fire. On fire. When you walk into a, a room, people should know who you are. People should know who you represent. And that's Jesus Christ. That's Jesus Christ. He is calling you guys to preach the gospel. In Isaiah 61, please put it up there for me. This is what God has called you to do. Everyone in this room, if you are saved and you are sanctified, this is what God is going to do through you. God is going to work through you in ways you never imagined. He's going to put you in situations you never even thought about. He is going to, he is going to show you things. He is going to stretch you and he's going to mold you in ways you never thought. Somebody give me a Bible. Okay. Thank you. This is God. This is what he is going to do through you. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Okay? It's on you. Because the Lord has anointed you to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent you to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim freedom for the captives. And release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. See, God is going to use you. He has anointed you. He has given you power. He has poured out his spirit upon you like oil, and he's covering you. It's not you anymore. You have died, and now he lives inside of you. And Jesus Christ wants to use you. He wants to use you. Are you ready to be used, or do you want to hide? Do you want to blend in the background? Do you want to let everybody else do the work? Do you want to let Arson just go out and preach the word on Saturdays and Fridays? Do you want to say you go to a church who preaches the gospel, but yet you want to stay home and comfort? You want to stay home, sit on the couch and watch TV? You want to stay at home and eat all day and and do whatever it is that you do? Or do you want to lay down your life for God and say, God, I don't care if I am humiliated, but use me. See, God is challenging us today, and I know that for a fact. From the message this morning to the message tonight, God is putting a challenge before you today. Make a decision. Are you going to preach his word with boldness? Are you going to trust in him? Are you going to step out in faith? Are you going to take a risk today? Or are you going to stay there in comfort and just make it to heaven? Are you going to make it to heaven? Are you going to just make it to heaven? Are you going to preach his gospel and say, God, this is what I did for you. This is what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> See, it's not about comfort anymore. It's about a revolution. <laughs> it's about crossing over and being part of this revolution that is taking place. See, it's not against flesh and blood, but against the evil spirits. In the heavenly realms. It's about the evil one. It's about the devil. It's a fight against the devil. It's not even, it's not even a fight anymore because Jesus Christ already won. He already, he already won the battle. All you have to do is step out in faith. Let him use you in ways you never thought possible. Ask him to show you. 
Ask him to bring people to you. Step out in faith. Step out in faith and trust the Lord God Almighty. Step out in faith. See, Jesus Christ, for those of you who don't know, he came, he died on a cross for you, for your sins, to restore a relationship between you and the Father because we are not worthy. We are not worthy of anything. and We are not worthy. See, he died on the cross for you and he said, I am the way. You can enter the kingdom of heaven through me. And if you don't know him today, the Bible says you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. You will not enter his kingdom. The Bible says and you will perish for eternity. My question to you today is if you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, then I'm going to ask you to come up here right now. We're going to pray for you. We're going to pray that you begin to have that relationship today, that you will be saved today through Jesus Christ. If there is anyone in this room who does not know him, I'm going to ask you to come up to this altar. Lord God Almighty, I pray that you just stir with